Blog Talk Radio. You are listening live to the Alex Cardinal Show, your one stop for news, sports, current events, current news, politics, and fun. With plenty of action packed into this show, there is something for everyone. What will Alex be talking about today? Want to call in and interact with Alex? Call in live at 1 323 642 1605. Now, coming to you live from Springfield, Massachusetts, is the crazy Alex Cardinal. Take it away, Alex. night episode of the Alice Cardinelli Show. I'm your host, Alice Cardinelli. First of all, I'd like to ask all my listeners how you're doing today. Hope you guys are having a fantastic Friday night and are looking forward to a fantastic weekend. We've got a great weekend in store. It's Super Bowl weekend, that one time of the year where we get to watch football, we get to have tailgating with our friends and family, and we get to eat some delicious finger foods. Man, oh man, I love the Super Bowl, and I know all my listeners out there love the Super Bowl. So I hope our listeners are ready for the Super Bowl. I'm your host, Alex Cardinelli, and today we are going to be previewing Super Bowl 49 between the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks. And i got to tell you, I love the Super Bowl. I love watching it every year. And this is one of the Super Bowls that I'm dying to see. This is one of the Super Bowls that I've been interested in ever since we figured out who was going to the Super Bowl. So I am really excited about Super Bowl 49 this year. Now, this is going to be our very first Super Bowl episode of the Alice Cardinelli Show, and it's also our very first football episode of 
the Alice Cardinelli Show. So I am very excited about that. And I love the Super Bowl, so I know you guys are going to love this show. So I've got a lot of great stuff planned for today's show. It's going to be a show you guys are all going to enjoy. So today I'm going to recap the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks seasons. I'll discuss Super Bowl 49. I'll talk about who I think is going to win and why. And for those of you like myself who is throwing a Super Bowl party, I'll tell you how you can throw an awesome Super Bowl party. I even got some of my delicious Super Bowl party recipes for you. And I'll discuss my favorite Super Bowl, which was Super Bowl 37. So as you can see, I love the Super Bowl, and I'm looking forward to doing an awesome Super Bowl-themed episode tonight. Now, I have a feeling that we're going to get some callers on the Alice Cornelli Show tonight. And I want callers, so if you have time, go ahead and call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five. That's one three two three six four two one six zero five. I want the Alice Cornelli Show to get social tonight. So call in to discuss who you think is going to win the Super Bowl. Call in with any questions on food for your Super Bowl party. I got a question from a good friend of mine that I'm going to answer live on the Alice Cornelli Show. And unfortunately, she could not be here tonight, but I'm going to answer it live. And I would like to answer some more Super Bowl food questions you might have. And you can also call in to discuss the Super Bowl halftime show and what you're looking forward to. Just call one three two three six four two one six zero five. Again, call in to discuss who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, either the Patriots or Seahawks. Call in any questions on food for your party, or call in to discuss the Super Bowl halftime show and what you're looking forward to. And a little later on in the show, I'm going to discuss what I am looking forward to in the Super Bowl, and I'll discuss who I think is going to win the Super Bowl this year. All right, well, we've got an action-packed show, and I can quite easily see the show being the full two hours, so let's get started. We've got a lot to talk about. Who is ready for the Super Bowl this Sunday? I sure as hell am. Super Bowl 49 is an upcoming American football game between the American Football Conference AFC champion New England Patriots and the NFC champion Seattle Seahawks to decide a National Football League NFL champion for the 2014 season. It will be the 49th edition of the Super Bowl and the 45th since the 1970 AFL-NFL merger. The game is going to be played on February 1st, 2015 at University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. Kickoff is scheduled for 4.30 p.m. Mountain Time, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and 3.30 p.m. Pacific. This will be the second Super Bowl played in that stadium and the third one held in the Phoenix metropolitan area. The game will be broadcast in the United States by NBC. 
for the second season in a row, but only the third time in 21 seasons, the number one seed from each conference will meet in the league championship game. This will also be the first time in a decade that NFL team will play consecutive Super Bowl games with the last such instance in, 20, in 2004 and 2005 when the Patriots played in Super Bowls, respectively. Super Bowl 49 will be the Seahawks' second consecutive Super Bowl appearance, having defeated the Denver Broncos 43-8 in Super Bowl 48 in 2014, while the New England Patriots will be returning for their eighth Super Bowl appearance and their first since losing 21 to 17 to the New York Giants in Super Bowl 46 in 2012. With their appearance in Super Bowl 49, the New England Patriots will join the Dallas Cowboys and the Pittsburgh Steelers as one of the three teams that collectively share the records for most Super Bowl appearances as each has appeared in each separate has appeared in eight separate Super Bowls to date. And I am looking forward to seeing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. All right. Now, the Super Bowl 49 was not supposed to be hosted at Glendale, Arizona. It was originally supposed to be hosted at Kansas City. The intentional plan was for Kansas City to be the host city. Arrowhead Stadium was originally selected for Super Bowl 49, but plans to add a retractable roof ultimately fell through. NFL owners initially voted in November 2005 to award a Super Bowl to Kansas City, Missouri, in honor of Chiefs owner Lamar Hunt, the founder of the American Football League, AFL, in the 1960s who helped engineer the annual game. Then NFL Commissioner Paul Tagabell further announced on March 5th, 2006, the Kansas City would host Super Bowl 49. However, the game was contingent on the successful passage of two sales taxes in Jackson County, Missouri, on April 4, 2006. The first tax to fund improvements to Arrowhead and neighboring Kauffman Stadiums passed with 53% approval. However, the second tax that would have allowed the construction of a rolling roof between the two stadiums was nearly defeated with 48% approval. In the wake of the defeat and opposition by the Kansas City Chamber of Commerce and several civic and business groups, Hunt and the Chiefs announced on May 25, 2006, that they were withdrawing the request to host Super Bowl 49. Now, bidding process. University of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, was chosen for Super Bowl 49. After the Kansas City plan fell through, the following submitted bids to host Super Bowl 49. Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida, Sun Life Stadium, 
of Phoenix Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. And we all know the Glendale, Arizona University of Phoenix Stadium won. NFL spokesman Greg Leo confirmed in April 2011 that Tampa Bay and Arizona were selected as finalists. The league then announced on October 11, 2011, that University of Phoenix Stadium will hold Super Bowl 49. All right. That's a little bit of background information on Super Bowl 49, and I thought it would be interesting to share some background info on Super Bowl 49. Now let's learn how the New England Patriots and the Seattle Seahawks made it to Super Bowl 49. The New England Patriots had a rough start to their 2014 season, starting the season with a 2-2 two and two record and hitting a low point with a humiliating 41-14 loss to the Kansas City Chiefs in Week 4. By this point, the Patriots faced heavy criticism in the media, especially quarterback Tom Brady. Former Patriots safety and teammate Rodney Harrison declared Brady looks scared to death in the pocket and doesn't have any confidence in the offensive line. However, the New England Patriots recovered with an NFL season-long seven-game winning streak, beginning with a dominating 43-17 win over the Cincinnati Bengals in Week 5 and went on to lose only two more games for the rest of the year, the latter of which was done while resting the starters the final week of the season, finishing the season with a 12-4 and record and the number one seed in the AFC. They finished fourth in the NFL in scoring with 468 points and eighth in points allowed, 313, and had the largest point differential in the NFL with an average margin of victory of 9.7 points. The Patriots defeated the Baltimore Ravens 35-31 to in the AFC Divisional Playoffs and then defeated the Indianapolis Colts 45-7 to in the AFC Championship game. Tom Brady had another fine season in his 14th year as the team's quarterback, earning his ninth Pro Bowl selection with 4,109 passing yards and 33 touchdowns with just eight interceptions. His top target was Pro Bowl tight end Rob Grykowski, who caught 82 passes for 1,124 yards and 12 touchdowns, along with wide receiver Brandon LaFell, who caught 74 passes for 954 yards and 7 touchdowns. Wide receiver Julian Edelman was another key aspect of the passing game with 92 receptions for 974 yards and four touchdowns, while also rushing for 92 yards and returning 25 punts for 299 yards and a touchdown. Running back Joannis Gray was the team's leading rusher with 412 yards and a 4.6 yards per carry average, while Steven Ridley added 340 yards and Shane Vren had 391. 
Now, the Patriots' defensive line was led by five-time Pro Bowl defensive tackle Vince Wolferk and defensive end Rob Nichevic, who compiled eight sacks. Behind them, linebacker Jamie Collins led the team in tackles with 116 and forced fumbles for while also intercepting two passes. Linebacker Dante Hightower was also a big contributor with 89 tackles and six sacks. So that is the Patriots. Now let's learn about the Seattle Seahawks and how they made it to Super Bowl 49. Although the Seahawks qualified for a second consecutive Super Bowl appearance, they also started the season slowly, just like New England, floundering near the season's midpoint with a 3-3 record. However, they went on there to win nine of their final ten regular season games, preventing their opponents from scoring any touchdowns in five of them. By the time they finished with a 12-4 and record and entered the playoffs, they had earned the number one seed. It did not allow any touchdowns in the previous ten quarters. Their defense ranked first in the NFL in fewest points allowed, and their offense was tied at first in rushing yards, which was 270, or actually, excuse me, 2,762 rushing yards. The Seahawks defeated the Carolina Panthers 31-17 to in the NFC Divisional Playoffs and then defeated the Green Bay Packers 28-22 to in the NFC Championship game. And many people say the Seattle Seahawks got lucky when they won the NFC Championship game. And I would say I agree with that because I actually thought the Green Bay Packers were actually heading to the Super Bowl, and I have to say the Seahawks did get pretty lucky in that victory. Quarterback Russell Wilson was back in control of the Seattle offense, completing 63.1% of his passes for 3,475 yards and 20 touchdowns with seven interceptions, while also rushing for 849 yards and six touchdowns. The team's leading receiver was Doug Baldwin, who caught 66 passes for 825 yards and three touchdowns. Receiver Jeremiah Cursa was another reliable target with 38 catches for 537 yards, while tight end Luke Wilson caught 22 passes for 362 yards. Running back Marshawn Lynch was selected to his fourth Pro Bowl, ranking fourth in the NFL with 103 uh, – I can't pronounce numbers right today. Um, he actually had 1,306 rushing yards and first in rushing touchdowns with 13. Now, on special teams, kicker Steven Hoshka ranked fourth in the NFL with 134 points and made 31 of 37 field goals, 83.8%. Now, Michael Bennett anchored the Seattle defensive line, winning the team with seven sacks, while teammate Bruce Arvin ranked second with 6.5 
and intercepted two passes, returning bowls for a touchdown. And, of course, the Seattle defense was led in large by Richard Sherman in 2015, as Richard Sherman had four interceptions, and Thomas had 97 tackles and four forced fumbles. So that's a bit of how the Patriots and um, Seahawks made it to Super Bowl 49. Now, Super Bowl 49 is the first Super Bowl matchup and the first postseason matchup between the Patriots and the Seahawks. The Seahawks were part of the AFC before moving to the NFC in 2002. The Patriots and Seahawks have never matched up in postseason play during the Seahawks tenure in the AFC. It is notable for featuring the coach of one team who had replaced the other coach at one point. Current Patriots head coach Bill Belichick was hired in 1999 to replace Pete Carroll, who is now the coach of the Seahawks. This is the only time, this is only the third time this has occurred. Now, the betting odds for Super Bowl 49 intentionally opened after the conclusion of the conference championship games, with the Seahawks favored by 2.5 points, but within hours of opening, heavy betting on the Patriots had moved the line to a toss-up at most sports books. After the AFC championship game, ESPN reported an NFL investigation discovered 11 of 12 footballs the Patriots had been using were underinflated, while none of the balls used by the Colts had been. Patriots coach Bill Belichick denied any knowledge that the footballs his team were used were not inflated to NFL standards. The NFL's investigation to this case is ongoing. And let's talk about some entertainment for the Super Bowl this year. Super Bowl 49 will be televised by NBC in the United States of America. Adina Menzel will perform the national anthem, and John Legend will perform America the Beautiful. In August of 2014, it was reported that the NFL had a short list of three potential acts for the Super Bowl 49 halftime show, including British rock band Coldplay, American singer Katy Perry, and Barbadian singer Rihanna. However, it was also reported by the Wall Street Journal that league representatives asked representatives of potential acts if they would be willing to provide financial compensation to the NFL in exchange for their appearance in the form of either an upfront fee or a cut of revenue from a concert performance made following the Super Bowl. While these reports were denied by NFL spokeswoman, the request had, according to the journal, received a chilly response from those involved. Fans of Weird Al Yankovic launched an unsuccessful campaign to have Yankovic perform the halftime show to promote his album, Mandatory Fun. 
On October 9, 2014, Billboard announced that Katy Perry will perform at halftime, and the NFL confirmed the announcement on November 23, 2014. On January 10, 2015, Perry announced that Lenny Kratovic would make an appearance at the halftime show. All right, so that's just going to be taking place during halftime at Super Bowl 40. And don't forget, this Sunday, the Alice Carnelli Show is doing a Super Bowl 49 halftime show. I will be the host, and my best friend, Jeff T., will be the co-host. All right, and we'll be discussing the first half of the game. It will be a quick 20 to 30-minute show Tops. It'll start at 8 p.m. Eastern, and we're going to recap the first half of Super Bowl 49, and we'll predict what will happen in the second half of Super Bowl 49. So it'll be our very first halftime show for a football game, and then in the 2015 season, we'll do a halftime show for America's Game of the Week, which usually airs on Fox. So that's going to be Awesome, and I can't wait to debut uh, Super Bowl 49 halftime show live this Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right, well, here's the fun part of the show where you, the listeners who have been listening live and listening to me yakking for a while, this is where you can call in and interact and discuss Super Bowl 40 with me. All right, well, it's time to get social. Who do you think is going to win Super Bowl 49? Is it going to be the Patriots or is it going to be the Seahawks? Go ahead and call in right now to tell us who you think is going to win Super Bowl 49. You can call in any time during the show to tell me who you think is going to win. That's 1-323-642-1605. Go ahead and call in any time. You can call in now as well to tell me who you think is going to win Super Bowl 49. I'll get us started. I personally think the New England Patriots are going to win Super Bowl 49. Now, I am not a fan of the Patriots or I'm not a fan of the Seahawks. I'm a bandwagoner for the Super Bowl. I'm actually a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, but I do choose a team to go for each Super Bowl. Last year, I went for the Denver Broncos, and I lost huge. I lost a bet bet that I had with some friends, and I had to shell out some money that I didn't have. But this year, I know the Patriots are going to win. So my heart says the Patriots are going to win, and I'm going to be going with the New England Patriots. I am picking the New England Patriots to win. And no, I am not picking the New England Patriots because I live in New England. I am picking the New England Patriots because historically, Tom Brady does great in the Super Bowls. He has only lost once or twice in the Super Bowl, and I believe that after the loss to the New York Giants in 2012, that he is going to win, and he's going to beat the Seattle Seahawks. So I can't wait to see the New England Patriots defeat the Seattle Seahawks. That's going to be wonderful. 
And we've got our first caller of the evening, and I can't wait to hear who he thinks is going to win Super Bowl 49. You're now live on the Alice Cardinelli Show's Super Bowl 49 preview show. Okay, okay, enough with the Patriots going to win talk. I'm getting tired of hearing that. <laughs> well, the Patriots are going to win this Sunday, hopefully. No, not going to happen. The Seahawks <laughs> are going to win. It's just going to be like the Broncos versus the Seahawks. I don't know about that. The Patriots are pretty good. I think the Patriots are better than the Broncos. Yeah, they're going to choke. I don't know. So I guess they're going for the Seahawks? Yep, the Seahawks. And what was that I heard about? The Seahawks just being lucky? Yeah, they were getting the rest of hints to them by the Packers, but they got lucky and, and came back and won late in the fourth quarter. No, that that's called skill, not luck. <laughs> I'm just messing <laughs> I with guess it. you could say it's called skill. Well, we got a little bet going on, so I'm hoping I win. Yeah. I actually like uh, Russell Wilson a little bit, but he's not as good as Tom Brady. Yeah, I just hope the Seahawks win. Because I lost the Royal Rumble thing, so. Yeah, hopefully hopefully uh, the Seahawks win so you can beat me, but who knows, I might go 2-0 against you in betting. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be good. <laughs> I was thinking it would be pretty I don't know, cool I kinda, I kind of hope Sorry. I don't lose to you so I don't have to say that on the air. <laughs> oh, it'll be worth it. I have to give you 30 bucks if you win, so. I thought it would yeah, be pretty cool if, like, all the Seattle fans started doing the Daniel Bryant yes chant just because he's from Seattle. I always thought that would be funny at the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty cool. I like the yes chant, as you know. Yeah, I thought it would be funny. Well, I was here to tell you, brother, that the Seahawks are going to win. Okay, brother. <laughs> okay, I'll let you get back to your show and get someone else to call in. Awesome, and I can't wait for our Super Bowl 49 halftime show. And yeah, if the Patriots awesome. are winning, I'll give it to you. And if the Seahawks are winning, you can give it to me. Yeah, well, I'm going to give it to you either way. <laughs> All right, looking forward to it. Okay, well, I'll get off here and let you get back to your show. Have a good night, Alex. You too. Oh, so we've got uh, we've got a little battle here. Jeff likes the Seahawks, and I I like the Patriots. So that's going to make for a hell of an interesting halftime show this Sunday. So hopefully we'll have some more uh, Patriot fans or some more Seahawks fans calling into the show tonight. Again, that's one three two three. 642-1605 if you want to call in and discuss who you think is going to win. And now I think the Patriots are going to win because Tom Brady is a great quarterback during Super Bowl. Will I be disappointed if the Patriots lose? Probably not because I'm not a Patriots fan. Matter of fact, 95% of the time in the regular season, I don't really pull for the Patriots. I pull for the teams that go against the Patriots. So, no, I am not a Patriots fan. I'm just cheering for the Patriots in Super Bowl 49. All right. So, that is that. And we'll talk about more of the Patriots and Seahawks playing in Super Bowl a little later on in the show. Now, I know a lot of you 
out there are going to be hosting a Super Bowl party this weekend. I know I am. I know my friend Jeff is. And I know all my great friends out there are having a Super Bowl party. And I know a lot of my listeners are going to be having a Super Bowl party. So I'm here to help you if you have any questions or comments or concerns about hosting a Super Bowl party. So let me tell you my tips for hosting a Super Bowl party. How to host a fantastic Super Bowl party. Well, the Super Bowl comes once a year and provides the perfect opportunity to get your football-loving friends and family together in a party at home where you can watch the game on your big screen TV, nibble on snacks, and enjoy a range of drinks, whether they are alcoholic beverages or non-alcoholic beverages such as soda, juice, or whatever you have on hand. Now, in fact, your guests at the Super Bowl party don't even have to be keen on football or sports to get into the spirit of the Super Bowl, as it's a great excuse just to get together and have fun. Here are a few suggestions on how to throw an awesome Super Bowl party at home. First, invite your family and friends, even your colleagues. The more the merrier, as long as everyone can see the television clearly and you have enough bathrooms. There is a lot of easy ways to invite them. One good way is to send a massive picture text to everyone you know. Whatever way you invite, just make sure it's easy for them to see all the details and address of the party. Estimate how many people will end up sitting around your TV, and if seating is going to be an issue, ask your friends and neighbors if you can borrow some ahead of the event, especially if they're coming along too. Another idea is to use smaller TVs in spaces that might be too awkward to see the big screen TV from. This will ensure that whatever guests end up spilling into, they can always keep an eye onto the game as it progresses. Create a budget for your party. If you think funding the party on your own is too much to handle, include what you, with your invitation a request that grants RSVP and bring food or drink to share. When the RSVP call comes through, you have the opportunity to request a specific item type, appetizer, dessert, beverages, and you'll decrease the odds of over-representing a particular item or dish. Clean the house. Ensure the house is in a decent condition when your guests arrive. Welcoming your guests into a pigsty with laundry on the floor or empty soda cans isn't conductive to a party atmosphere. Get the whole household involved in cleaning up to make light work of it. If it's really awful, at least clean the TV room, kitchen, bathroom, and shut the doors to all other rooms. Don't wait until the last minute. Now, of course, if you are living in an area under snow, ensure that there is plenty of space for boots, jackets, and cold weather accessories to be placed near the front door. 
Clear ice and snow from the path to your house if relevant. Guests won't guests who slip over won't be in a merry mood. Set up the house. Lay out any tables you'll need. Bring along chairs and bring out the barbecue set if you plan to be using the grill. Cover the tables with tablecloths. Choose ones that are easy to remove stains from. And tuck several garbage bags somewhere close to the table for easy access. When creating drink and food space, bear in mind where people will stand so that you won't have them blocking the TV view. Decorate. Put up decorations or team names and colors. If your hometown or other favorite team is playing, go all out and decorate the front door, entranceway, the mailbox, and even consider dressing up in your favorite team colors. If you're going to have guests who are rooting for different teams, establish an imaginary line, or for fun, draw one with masking tape down the center of the room. Decorate each side in one team's colors. If you know you're going to have non-fan guests, consider setting aside a quiet area somewhere else in the room where they can congregate and chat, rest, or watch something they prefer to see. This might also be helpful for very young children and those caring for them, because let's face it, young children, some adult women, aren't interested in sports or football at all. Now, this one is quite obvious for a Super Bowl 49 party or a Super Bowl party in general, and that is to go shopping for food and beverages. If you wish, you can ask people to pitch in either with money or bring food to the house. Food can include chips and dip, picnic or barbecue items like hamburgers or hot dogs, and other food and events like pizza or super long deli sandwiches. Finger foods are awesome. And a little later on in the show, we're going to discuss what foods to serve exactly for the Super Bowl. Make food football-themed when possible. Plan for some homemade baked or dessert treats with football decorations. Beverages include soda and juice for kids and non-drinkers and various kinds of beer for adults. Usually stores will have Super Bowl specials, for example, a two-for-one deal or discounts or sales for the week, so take advantage of these. For example, today I went Super Bowl shopping because I know I'm hosting a Super Bowl party. And my grocery store, called Big Y, had buy one, get two free specials just for the Super Bowl. So I stocked up on pasta, I stocked up on chicken wings, and I stocked up on all the things I need to make for the Super Bowl party. And by the way, for the Super Bowl party, I am making my guest an entree, which is going to be um, chicken wings with a barbecue sauce and my delicious homemade macaroni and cheese. And, of course, for desserts, I'm making a vanilla cake with peanut butter frosting and some sugar cookies, and my mom always buys Super Bowl cupcakes and some cookie platters for the Super Bowl as well. So I am looking forward to the vanilla cake with peanut butter frosting and my delicious homemade sugar cookies. And in a few minutes here, I'll have those recipes for you. And, yes, I am a chef if you are wondering, hence why we're going to have Cooking with Alice Cornelli coming up on the Alice Cornelli Show next week. So 
That's what I'm making for Super Bowl 49. I would love to find out what you guys are making for Super Bowl 49. Anyways, let's get back on track here. Don't forget to account for any special dietary needs for preferences. For example, sugar-free treats for diabetics and meat-free choices for vegetarians. Organize the food layout. The best advice is don't fuss overly much. This is a mates and fans party, and the idea is that everyone is free to help themselves and enjoy the informality of the occasion. You don't need to choose which chips you open first. Just open everything and put some of each in large bowls. Choosing the amount of bowls depending on how many people are coming over for the game. Place the drinks in coolers or plastic bins first, then dump ice over them. Ensure that there are places to set down the hot food when it comes out and leave plates, cutterly, napkins, and seasoning out for everyone to help themselves. The more food that can be cooked in advance, the better, so that everyone is freed up from too much kitchen time during the big game. And I recommend starting cooking at around 2 or 3 o'clock so that you can... um, Enjoy the game when it comes on at 6 p.m. and actually watch the game instead of cooking. That's what I recommend because I like people to enjoy the game. And I hate seeing my mother cooking during the Super Bowl. And I hate seeing me cooking during the Super Bowl. So I start cooking at around 2 or 3. And I've got dinner in the oven by 4. And I leave it in the oven with the oven off so it stays warm until dinner time. And I serve dinner right at kickoff, which I like. That's what my family likes to do. We serve dinner right at kickoff. And we have uh, chips and some appetizers out during the um, pregame show on NBC and things like that. All right. Now next is to make sure your guests feel at home when they arrive. Talk about the game while the pre-show is going on. Make bets to see who thinks which team is going to win. Add side bets. For example, point spreads and the amount of yards the MVP ran. Talk about how you think the whole season went generally. Now, to be really organized, pour drinks at the beginning if wished, but be sure to let us know where the drinks are and that they're welcome to keep helping themselves at any time throughout the party. A good host will also keep checking the supply level of the drinks and restocking as needed. Have everyone write down who they think will win and what the final score will be before the game starts. Award a silly prize like a big football banana to the person who comes the closest. Now, I necessarily don't do this, but if you want a drinking game, work out the triggers in advance with everyone present, such as certain phrases or plays made. Now, I want to let everyone know, drink responsibly. If you are over the age of 21 and you know you're going to be drinking alcohol, please drink responsibly. And don't forget to take the keys of people drinking alcohols. There is no driving when intoxicated. So if the husband who is watching Super Bowl is going to have a couple cold ones, then the wife should drive a car. No drinking and driving, folks. I'm not a big fan of that. So if you are going to be drinking, please don't drive. No drinking and driving. All right. Now, use halftime 
as the lunch break. Super Bowl commercials are reowned for being the best and highest paid commercials played on TV. Indeed, it is said that 10 million people tune in just for the commercials. Just for the commercials. So it really is important. So you might want to make it easy for guests to hang out with plates of food. For those not so excited by watching ads, use halftime to discuss the game progression and other things. If there are kids around, spend a little time asking them what they think of the game so far and explain anything to them that they might not understand. Organize in advance who will be responsible for popping out of the room to heat up the snack foods, barbecue, or whatever you decide to serve for lunch or dinner. To make it fair, you might like to roster people to take turns unless the chef really doesn't miss missing part of the game. Make sure the dishwasher is clean at the beginning of the game. You can quickly fill it at the end of break to help lessen the cleaning needed later. Alternately, use disposable items and there will be less mess to contend with. And of course, uh, recruit people to help you clean or tidy the place after the game. And that, my friends, is how you can have a fantastic Super Bowl 49 party. And I hope all my listeners have a great Super Bowl party. All right, moving on down to perhaps my favorite part of the show. We're talking about food. I love food, and I love tailgating food, and that is exactly what we're going to talk about right now on the Alice Cornelli Show. Unfortunately, my good friend Sharon could not call in tonight, so my good friend Sharon Walker has a wonderful question that will benefit all my listeners. Sharon asked me, Hi, Alex. What's the easiest food to serve your guest for Super Bowl? Thank you, Sharon, for sending me that great email. Great questions, Sharon. For the Super Bowl theme parties, finger foods are the way to go. The reason I say finger foods work best is because your guest can simply just pick up the food with their hands, put it on a plate, and eat it while watching the game and their commercials. Luckily for you, I'm a chef, and I can provide you with some finger food ideas you can use for appetizers, entrees, and desserts. Appetizers, chips and dips, cheese and crackers and pepperoni, pretzels, mozzarella sticks, onion rings, and soup and chowder. Now, if you're from New England, this is the perfect time to offer a New England clam chowder. Yum, 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 yum. I love a New England clam chowder. So those are your appetizers for a Super Bowl. Entrees. You can have tacos. There are plenty of taco options for meat. You can have fish tacos, chicken tacos, or hamburg tacos, which is a classic taco. And tacos are great for Super Bowls. Chicken wings. We all love a good chicken wing. Make sure you provide plenty of napkins with your chicken wings and provide plenty of sauce with your chicken wings. Some good sauce ideas would be barbecue sauce, buffalo sauce, blue cheese cheese dressing, ranch dressing, etc. Pizza. 
Matter of fact, pizza is a top seller during the Super Bowl party, and people actually order pizza from a pizzeria more times during the Super Bowl than any time during the year. So I can guarantee you that the Super Bowl is going to be a um, pizzeria owner's wet dream because the pizzeria would be making a lot of money. So the pizzeria is going to be happy during the Super Bowl. And I know this because my friend owns the pizzeria, and he said he makes a lot of money during the Super Bowl. Of course, grinders would be good for entree as well. Calzones are great for entrees as well. Meatballs provide rolls and grinder rolls with meatballs for entree, or if you want, you can serve it with pasta. Sausages are great with uh, peppers, onions, and mushrooms for the Super Bowl as well. Now, like I mentioned earlier in the show, for the Super Bowl this year, I am making barbecue chicken wings from scratch and my delicious homemade macaroni and cheese recipe from scratch, which I'll give out at some point on Cooking with Alice Cardinelli series here on the Alice Cardinelli show. And last but not least, we've got desserts for the Super Bowl. We've got cupcakes, we've got cookies, we've got brownies, we've got cakes, and we've got pastry platters, which can include eclairs, cannolis, tiramisu, um, brownies, and little slivers of cakes. I know your local bakeries will provide you with pastry platters. And we've got beverages, soda and juice for non-alcoholic drinks, and beer for the adults. I hope that provides you with everything you need to know for hosting a Super Bowl party. Keep in mind that the grocery stores usually have big sales on soda, snacks, chips, and even cupcakes and desserts in their bakery department for the Super Bowl. Like in my area, soda is buy one case, get two two to three free, and ships are the same way. Now, if you don't feel like cooking, you can simply buy chips, dessert, soda, cheese, and crackers at your store, then order pizza and chicken wings at your local and favorite pizzeria. This way here, you are helping and supporting your local business. Most pizzerias have Super Bowl deals. For example, the local mom-and-dad-owned pizza store I go to has two party sides, one cheese and one combo pizza, and 48 chicken wings for $40, which is a good deal. You give the kids or picky eaters the cheese pizza, and the adults get the combo pizza. I'm sure your local pizza shop will have deals. This year for the Super Bowl, I am baking a few desserts. I am making sugar cookies, chocolate chip cookies, and my awesome vanilla cake with peanut butter frosting. Now, I was originally going to hold off any recipes on the Alice Cornelli Show until the debut of the um, Alice Cardinelli Show, but... I am in a good mood today, and I know that a lot of you are going to have Super Bowl 49 parties, so I'll give you my recipes in case you want to make them. So, my first recipe is Chef Alex's Awesome Sugar Cookies. For my sugar cookies, you're going to need one cup of butter, 
one cup of vegetable oil, four and a half cups of AP flour, one teaspoon of baking powder, two teaspoons of vanilla, two eggs, one cup of powdered sugar, and one cup of granulated sugar. Mix butter, sugar, and oil together. Add eggs one at a time. Then add vanilla. Mix in dry ingredients slowly. Scoop dough and flatten a little bit. Bake at 350 degrees for 12 minutes. You can add sprinkles to the batter to make Super Bowl scenes or top with sugar before baking. Use parchment paper so cookies won't stick or burn. The reason you are using powdered sugar is to give them a little sweetness, and the oil is to make sure they stay soft. You can use a little lemon juice for lemon flavor or any citrus extract. Chef Alex's Chocolate Chip Cookies. One cup of butter softened. One cup of white sugar. One cup of packed brown sugar. Two eggs. Two teaspoons vanilla extract. Three cups AP flour. One teaspoon baking soda. Two teaspoons hot water. Half teaspoon salt. And two cups of chocolate chips. Create oven to 350. Cream together the butter, sugars, until smooth. Beat in the eggs one at a time. Then stir in the vanilla. Dissolve baking soda and hot water. Add to the dough along with salt. Stir in flour, chocolate chips, and nuts. Drop a large spoonful onto ungreased pans. Bake for about 10 minutes in the preheated oven or until edges are nicely browned. Do not overbake. And finally, Chef Alex's vanilla cake. One cup of white sugar, a half cup of butter, two eggs, two teaspoons of vanilla extract, one and a half cup of all-purpose flour, one and three-fourths teaspoon of baking powder, and a half cup of milk. Preheat oven to 350, grease and flour at 9 by 9 inch pan, or lining muffin pan with paper liners. In a medium bowl, cream together the sugar and butter, beating the eggs one at a time, then stir in your vanilla. Combine your flour and baking powder and add that to the cream mixture and mix well. Finally, stir in the milk until the batter is smooth. Pour a spoon batter into the prepared pan. Bake for 35 to 40 minutes in a preheated oven. And for cupcakes, bake 20 to 25 minutes. Cake is done when it springs back to the touch. And let cool before you frost. Now frosting. I am making a delicious peanut butter frosting, but you can use any kind of frosting you like on your vanilla cake. You can use a cream cheese frosting, you can use a chocolate frosting, any frosting you like. But I'll go ahead and give you my peanut butter frosting recipe you can use. And that would be one cup of peanut butter, three cups of powdered sugar, half cup of margarine or butter softened, Half cup, or excuse me, not half cup, quarter cup of milk, and a two teaspoons of vanilla. You're going to cream together your peanut butter and butter. Then you're going to add in your vanilla, and you're going to add in your powdered sugar and mix well. Then add in your milk until you get the desired consistency, and that is your peanut butter frosting for your delicious vanilla cake. I hope you guys make my recipes, and I hope you guys enjoy my recipes. And let me know how my recipes come out, because I'm sure they're going to be good. Now, I can email you guys any of the recipes that I gave out, or I can post them on your Facebook timeline, or your Twitter account, or your Google Plus account if you want to use them. Just hit me up, and I'll be glad to send those um, recipes to you. 
And one final cooking tip that I will give before we head to commercial break and end the cooking segment for today's show is if you are going to be serving chicken wings and the chicken wings are spicy, they need to be marked spicy, medium, mild, super hot, etc. Because some of your guests might not like hot foods. So keep that in mind. Well, what a great start to the show. I have been talking for 55 minutes straight. So I'm going to go ahead and take a commercial break. Coming up next, I'm going to have a discussion on my favorite Super Bowl of all time, which was Super Bowl 37, and we'll talk about Super Bowl 49 a little bit more. So we've got plenty more of the Super Bowl 49 preview show coming up here on the Alice Cardinelli Show. So I hope you guys will enjoy my commercial break. We're going to hear some songs from Katy Perry. She'll be performing live at the Super Bowl 49 halftime show. So before we hear her songs, let's take our commercial break, folks. The Aquatic Wetline is a tropical fish-keeping podcast that is dedicated to all the tropical fish keepers. The Aquatic Wetline covers fresh water, salt water, and reptiles. The Aquatic Wetline is the one and only fish-keeping podcast hosted by a fish keeper for fish keepers. Aquatic Wetline is one of the original fish-keeping podcasts that was the first to be dedicated to freshwater fish on Blog Talk Radio. With over 100 episodes and plenty of new episodes coming to you live each week, Aquatic Wetline is the place to be for all fish keepers. So check us out. blogtalkradio.com forward slash aquaalex Aquatics Plus is the next best aquarium keeping show here on Blog Talk Radio. Your host of this show, Andrew will dive deep into the topics of freshwater and saltwater fish, reptiles, and other pets. Dakota Aquatics Plus is live every Saturday and is a show that you will enjoy. So check Andrew out. Blogtalkradio.com forward slash Dakota Aquatics Plus. Aquatics Euphoria, a podcast about fish, all things fish and everything fish. Let William T. and his co-hosts dive deep into your tank and come up with a great fish species topic for a great show. Check out Aquatics Euphoria today for an enjoyable fish show. William T. and his co-hosts do it all. Salt water, fresh water, and yes, plants and even specials on other interesting topics. Surf over there, right after this wonderful show here on Blog Talk Radio. Did you know that William T. has a new podcast on Blog Talk Radio? Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. Yes, kids. Teens and in-betweens. Epiphany is a podcast about revelations, sudden awarenesses and innuendos. William T. will discuss topic by topic, week by week or maybe day by day. You never know with William T. This podcast is controversial at best, interesting at least. Come join William T. at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Epiphany USA. Come hear what all the hype is about. William T. slam dunks his attitude with rants, political slurs about governmental blunders, world events and where this world is headed from a revelational point of view. 
See if this podcast don't grab your fancy. Come on. What are you waiting for? Come sit beside William T. and take part in a podcast that promises to be inviting, action-packed, and just plain crazy at times. Come hear some senseless jargon and an attitude from the shrewd dude from South Carolina. The old man of mayhem, William T. Come on, be brave and go there right now. Well, wait until this show is over first, though. Gail Carson is a singer and songwriter who produces some awesome music. Gail Carson is an ASCAP, multi-genre singer-slash-songwriter spanning folk, country, roots, Americana, and a little bit of rock and roll. www.gailcarson.com Gail Carson is also a radio show host of The Gail Carson Show, an original indie artist showcase series broadcast on internet radio stations all over the world. Gail Carson is a professional photographer, videographer, and graphic artist www.gailcarsonphotograph.com Gail Carson is a producer slash engineer. Gail Carson is a music promoter. Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. Are you ready for some football? Well, on the next episode of the Alistair Nelly Show, it will be our very first football halftime show. And not just any football halftime show, but our very first Super Bowl halftime show. That's right, live this Sunday, February 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Alex Cardinelli Show. Your host, Alex Cardinelli, and his co-host, Jeff, will be doing a Super Bowl 49 halftime show. Find out who is winning the first half of Super Bowl 49 and find out who we think is going to win Super Bowl 49 as Alex and Jeff recap the first half of Super Bowl 49 live on the Alex Cornelli Show. We are very excited to be doing our very first halftime show ever on the Alex Cornelli Show. So join the Alex Cornelli Show live this Sunday, February 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern for a Super Bowl 49 halftime show. Coming up live Monday, February 2nd, 2015, at 6 p.m. Eastern, Alex Cardinelli interviews the owner of Jambox right here on the Alex Cardinelli Show. Jambox is an online guitar accessories store based in Canada. But what exactly does Jambox sell? What is Jambox? We're going to find out the answer to those questions live Monday, February 2nd at 6 p.m. Eastern. So Alex is very excited to interview one of his sponsors. So join the Alex Cornelli Show live this Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern as we welcome 
the owner of Jambox, Daniel TV Show. So check us out Monday live at 6 p.m. Eastern right here on the Al Spinelli Show. And I'll be learning more about Jambox. Got controversy? Well, the Alice Cornelli Show is going to have plenty of controversy live this Tuesday, February 3rd, 2015, at 9 p.m. Eastern, as Alex welcomes his friend, Mr. Kaysen Bolton, to the show. Kaysen is Mr. Controversy, and Alex and Kaysen will be discussing some very controversial topics. So, if you love controversy, join Alex and Kaysen live this Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Alex Carnelli Show. Kaysen is disabled, and he'll share his tips to those who are disabled as well. Plus, we'll discuss some of the recent events and more. So, join Alex as he welcomes his best friend, Kaysen, to the Alex Carnelli Show for the very first time, live this Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. So mark your calendars and be here if you love controversy. Controversy creates cash, and there will be plenty of controversy live this Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Hey, it's Chef Alex here, and I'm coming to the Alex Carnelli Show. That's right, Chef Alex will be on the Alex Carnelli Show. I have five years of kitchen experience, and I've hosted the Chef Carnelli Cooking Show here on Blog Talk Radio that is two years old and has over 200 episodes and 70,000 listens. But now, I'm coming to the Alex Carnelli Show with a brand new series called Cooking with Alex Cardinelli. You can expect my delicious recipes, my delicious tips and tricks to ensure that you at home can cook restaurant quality food like a restaurant chef. I debut on the Alex Cardinelli Show Wednesday, February 4th, 2015 at 8 p.m. Eastern. So make sure you tune into the Alex Cornelli Show Wednesday, February 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern as Cooking with Alex Cornelli debuts on the Alex Cornelli Show. I will be talking about cookies, cakes, and chocolate on February 4th. I'll have my delicious chocolate chip cookie recipe, my delicious sugar cookie recipe, my delicious red velvet cake recipe, and even a delicious white chocolate candy bar recipe. So make sure you join me live Wednesday, February 4th at 8 p.m. Eastern for the debut of Cooking with Alex Cornelli right here on the Alex Cornelli Show. Let's heat this kitchen up on Wednesday, February 4th. I'm Chef Alex Cornelli, and I'll see you right here on the Alex Cornelli Show Wednesday, February 4th, 8 p.m. Eastern. Manja, everyone! It's time to get funky right here on the Alice Cardinelli Show. We're going to hear some wonderful music on the Alice Cardinelli Show. 
I hope you like music, so DJ Alex, take it away and play some wonderful music here on the Alex Cardinelli Show. Yeah! Another one bites the dust. And we're going to hear some Katy Perry songs, since Katy, Katy Perry will be performing live this Sunday during halftime. So let's hear some of her wonderful music. Now, this first song is called Fireworks by her, Katy Perry. <laughs> A plastic bag drifting through the wind, wanting to start again. Do you ever feel this so paper thin, like a house of cards, one blow from caving in? Do you ever feel already buried deep, six feet under screens, but no one seems to hear a thing? Do you know that there's still a chance for you? Cause there's a spark in you, you just gotta
Okay, so the next Katy Perry song is called Part of Me. Thank you. 
You are tuned in live to the Alex Cardinali Show. Hope you enjoy our nice music and commercial break. Let's dive back into the show and find out what's next on the table for discussion. Now back to Alex Cardinali live from the Blog Talk Radio Studio. And we are back here live on the Alex Cardinelli Show. And today we're doing our Super Bowl 49 preview show. Can you guys believe that the Super Bowl is this Sunday? Now, before commercial break, we had a wonderful start to the show. I talked about how the Patriots and Seahawks made it to the Super Bowl. I talked about how to host a fantastic Super Bowl party, and I even gave out some delicious recipes and such, and we had a great caller on the show. So a great start to this fantastic show. Now, I hope you guys enjoyed our nice, long commercial break. And we've got about 24 minutes left of live on-air time. Now, I'll probably be on-air for another half an hour. So if the show ends and I'm still talking, I'll be going into the recording, which means I'll still be doing a show, but it will not be able to be heard live. So you will have to click on the show URL again and skip to the recording section of the episode. So I'm just letting my live listeners know in case at about 12 o'clock when the show suddenly stops and I'm still on the air, it is because I am in the recording mode. All right, and a good way to start the second half of the show, I've got another caller here on the show. Thank you for calling in to the Alice Cardinelli Show. May I ask who's calling? This is Jeff. This is Jeff again. I just forgot to tell you something. Oh, hi, Jeff. How you doing, sir? Not bad. I forgot to tell you the Seahawks are going to win. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. I don't know. No, I I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Me. I had to do it. That's okay. No big deal. I, so you, so I got a question for you, if that's all right. Sure. So do you think the game's going to be close or a blowout? I actually think it's going to be pretty close this year. I, ho- I hope it's pretty close because, to admit, last year's Super Bowl was kind of boring. I don't like blowout Super Bowl, so I'm hoping that this year's Super Bowl will be a close Super Bowl. Yeah, me too. I, I hope it's a good game. But I kind of hope it's like last year's Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully not because then I know I'll lose my bet. That's what I want. I want you to have to... So you're a Seahawks fan on the air, so I'm really crossing my fingers for <laughs> well, yeah, I, have call, I have another question, if you don't mind, about the game. Sure, sure. Who Who is your favorite player on the Patriots? Probably uh, Rob Gronkowski. I like he's I like him. I have a lot of respect for him. Then my second favorite would be Tom Brady, of course. Yeah, and then, do you have any favorite players on the Seahawks? I push yeah, it definitely uh, Russell Wilson. Definitely Russell Wilson and uh, uh, what's his name, Richard Sherman, are my two favorites from the Seahawks. Yeah, those are all good players. So I'll get off here and let you get back to your show. I just hope you're ready to see the Seahawks annihilate the Patriots. <laughs> uh, I'm ready for anything, I guess. Yeah, you better be ready for it because I'm going to be watching the game, and every time the Seahawks score, I'm going to call you up and laugh. 
<laughs> well, well, I'm, I'm joking. I'm just trying to be funny right you. now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to be funny right now. Uh, I, I know. I can't wait for the game, you. and I'll, I'll let you get back to your awesome show. All right. Thank you so much, sir, and thank you for calling in. Yeah, you have a good day, Alex. You too. All right, anyone else is welcome to call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five. You can call in to discuss who you think is going to win the Super Bowl, or call in to discuss what you're cooking for the Super Bowl, or discuss your favorite Super Bowl. One three two three six four two one six zero five. That's one three two three six four two one six zero five. Again, go ahead and call in and discuss who's going to win the Super Bowl. And um, what you're cooking for the Super Bowl, and what is your favorite Super Bowl of all time? All right, right now we're going to have the fun part of the show because I'm going to discuss my favorite Super Bowl, and then we'll do some research on Super Bowl 49 and see who the sports experts picked to win Super Bowl 49, and I'll give out my prediction on what the score will be. But first, Let's discuss my favorite Super Bowl. And, yes, it's my favorite because it's the only one the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won. And you guys know the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are my favorite football team. And I enjoyed watching it as a kid. So my personal favorite Super Bowl was Super Bowl 37. Super Bowl 37 was an American football game between the American Football Conference AFC champion Oakland Raiders and the National Football Conference NFC champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers to decide the National Football League NFL champion for the 2002 season. The Buccaneers defeated the Raiders by the score of 48-21, to winning their first-ever Super Bowl. The game played on January 26, 2013 at Qualcomm Stadium in San Diego, California, was the fifth Super Bowl to be held the week after the conference championship games. It was also the last Super Bowl to have been played in the month of January. It was the first time and last time until 2014 in Super Bowl history that the league's number one ranked offense, the Raiders, was pitted against the league's number one ranked defense, the Buccaneers. However, the game is sometimes referred to as the Gruden Bowl because the primary storyline surrounding the game revolved around John Gruden. Gruden was the Raiders head coach from 1998 to 2001 and then became the Buccaneers coach in 2002. Tampa Bay, Gruden's new team, entered their first Super Bowl in team history after posting a 12-4 regular season record. Oakland, John Gruden's old team, advanced to their fifth Super Bowl after posting an 11-5 regular season record. This was also the first Super Bowl to feature two former division rivals as the Buccaneers and Raiders both played in the AFC West in 1976. The Raiders came in to the game as four-point favorites. However, aided with Gordon's prior knowledge of his old team, the Tampa Bay defense dominated the contest. 
Oakland quarterback Richard Gannon threw a Super Bowl record five interceptions, three of which were returned for touchdowns. The Buccaneers also sacked Gannon five times and scored 34 unanswered points to build a 34-3 lead in the third quarter. The attendance of 67,603 was the third smallest ever for a Super Bowl game. Only Super Bowl one, which was 61,946, and Super Bowl XXV1, 63,130, had fewer attendees. Super Bowl 37 was originally awarded to San Francisco on October 15, 1997, by the NFL owners at a league meeting in Washington, D.C. The 49ers had recently announced plans for a new stadium and were rewarded with the Super Bowl dependent upon its completion. However, the stadium plans had stalled by the fall of 1998, and thus the NFL reopened its bidding for the game. San Diego won, and they hosted Super Bowl 37. After moving back to Oakland, California in 1995, the Raiders suffered subpar seasons, including a 4-12 record in 1997. However, under Gordon's leadership, the Raiders improved to 8-8 in both 1998 and 1999. The team was further boosted in 1999 with the signing of veteran quarterback Rich and Gannon. The Raiders won the AFC West in 2000 with a 12-4 record and the best rushing offense in the league. However, they lost the AFC Championship game to the eventual Super Bowl XXXV champion Baltimore Ravens 16-3. They eventually would sign Pro Bowl wide receiver Jerry Rice and defensive tackle Trace Armstrong, but... They failed to win in 2001 because they were eliminated by the New England Patriots. And then John Gruden was traded to Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where he would better the Buccaneers and bring them to the Super Bowl. Now let's talk about the Buccaneers in the playoffs. The Buccaneers defeated the San Francisco 49ers 31-6, to and the Philadelphia Eagles 27-10 in the playoffs to make the Super Bowl for the first time in franchise history. Meanwhile, the Raiders were victorious against the New York Jets 30-10 and the Tennessee Titans 41-24. The Raiders won against the Titans through Gannon's pass-oriented offense. The Raiders entered the game favored to win in the Super Bowl in 19 years. They were also the first franchise to appear in the Super Bowl in four different decades, 1960s, 1970s, 1980s, 2000s, and 1990s was the only decade that they didn't appear in the Super Bowl. However, much of the media hype surrounded Gruden. Much of the hype revolved around the Gruden trade prior to the season. This forced League Commissioner Paul Tagabee to issue a statement that he might ban all future trades for coaches involving draft choices because it might compromise the draft. 
The game was broadcast in the United States by ABC with Al Michaels handling the play-by-play duties and color commentator John Madden, who became the first person to announce Super Bowls on different networks in consecutive years, having called the Super Bowl on Fox and then moving to ABC after after Pat Summerall retired. The ABC, or excuse me, the NFC improved to a 6-0 record on Super Bowl broadcast on ABC. Chris Berman from Disney-owned corporate sibling ESPN hosted all the events. Berman was joined by fellow ESPN analyst Steve Young, Baltimore Ravens head coach Brian Billick, and New York Giants defense end, defensive end Michael Strahan. Shauna Twain, No Doubt, and Sting were featured during the halftime show, which was sponsored by AT&T Wireless. Twain sung her hits, Man, I Feel Like a Woman, and Up. No Doubt then sang their hit, Just a Girl, which lead singer Gwen Stefani ad-libbing lines like, I'm just a girl at the Super Bowl. The show concluded with Sting performing, Message in a Bottle, in which Stephanie joined midway through. And by the way, Message in a Bottle is one of my favorite songs. Now, the Buccaneers led 20-3 to at halftime, and the Buccaneers would dominate in the second half, and the Buccaneers would later go on to win Super Bowl 37, 48-21. And that, my friends, is my favorite Super Bowl of all time. What is your favorite Super Bowl? Call in right now at one three two three six four two one six zero five to tell us your favorite Super Bowl. All right. Well, for the very first time ever on the Alice Cardinelli Show, right now I am going to do a live Google search. I want to do some research and find out what people think and who people think will win Super Bowl 49. So, for the first time, let's do a Google search and see who people are picking. All right, so I just typed in Super Bowl 49 and predictions for Super Bowl 49. So, let's go on down and find out. I'm going to see if I can find a couple of good articles discussing who is going to win Super Bowl 49 and what the people have predicted for Super Bowl 49. All right, here is one article. This one will be close. Early betting lines predict that Super Bowl 49 will be close. And that is great news because I do want a close Super Bowl. The top seeds from both the AFC and NFC are set to meet in Super Bowl 49. The Patriots deflated the Colts in the AFC championship game, while the Seahawks made one of the most miraculous comebacks in playoff history to reach their second consecutive Super Bowl. And the Seahawks got lucky in that. <laughs> Sorry, Jeff, I had to say that. The Seahawks got lucky in the NFC Championship game. Most people watch a big game with absolutely no rooting interest, and everyone wants a good game. So, will the Seahawks finish off their back-to-back championship run, or will Tom Brady and Bill Belichick earn their long-coveted fourth title? 
This site projects the Seahawks to win a close game. Seattle 24, New England 23. And I see two people saying the Patriots will win and ten people on this site for Seahawks. So a lot of people think the Seattle Seahawks are going to win Super Bowl 49. But hey, that is making the New England Patriots the underdogs. And a lot of times the underdogs end up winning the Super Bowl. But as in last year's case, the Denver Broncos were the underdogs. And we all know the Denver Broncos lost. But I am hoping that the New England Patriots win this year's Super Bowl so that I can get $30 from this bet. And I don't have to say that the Seahawks are the best team in the NFL on air. And I don't have to say that I'm a Seahawks fan on air. But I'm a man of my word. If the Seahawks win, I will honor my bet. So there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and predict what I think the final score will be for um, Super Bowl 49. Do I think the Patriots will win Super Bowl 49? Well, I've got one thing to say to that. Will the Patriots win Super Bowl 49? Yes! 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 Yes, so yes, I think the Patriots will win Super Bowl 49. And I'm sorry, I just had to do that. I'm having a little too much fun here. See, I love sports. Sports are fun, and, and the Super Bowl is fun. It brings out the best in, in everyone. So um, I take this game seriously, although it's just a game, so I will not be hurt if the Patriots win. So um, I hope everyone enjoys the Super Bowl this weekend. So here is my prediction for the score. I'm going to say it's a very, very close game. And I would like for it to be a close game because last year's Super Bowl was kind of boring being it was a shutout and a blowout. So I'm predicting New England to win by a score of 35-28. to 28. You heard right, I said it, New England, 35, Seattle, 28. So let's go Patriots. And we've got Jeff on the line again. Oh, Jeff hung up. Um, so, again, it's going to be the Patriots, 35, and the Seattle Seahawks, 28. All right, so I've had enough of teasing all of my Seattle Seahawks fans out there. And I love you, you Seattle Seahawks fans. It's all done in, in love. So um, I do respect and love you guys. It's just all fun. So, I hope that you guys enjoy Super Bowl 49 this weekend. And whoever wins is the better team. But I am cheering for the Patriots. Hi, Jeff. You're live on the uh, Carnelli Show. Okay, you're killing me, man, with that no yes thing. <laughs> I, knew, I knew it bothered you. I just did that for fun. I hope you're not offended. No, no. I just thought it was funny because Daniel Bryan's from Washington. I know that's what I that's why I did that. <laughs> well, so I like it bad luck. You just probably put bad luck on the Patriots on that one. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. And did I hear you say that they were lucky again? Yep, I did. I said that the Seahawks were lucky again. Oh, uh, I think I'm gonna have to jump the bet up to forty. 
Okay. 40 bucks? Then, uh, 40 bucks, and then if I win, I'm going to make, you have to read whatever speech I write down. Okay, deal. <laughs> okay, you got it. Okay, <laughs> once again, I'm going to sign off and let you get back to your show. I just don't want to hear any more lucky talk or yeses. All right. Okay. <laughs> hey, Pamela, I won't do any joking. more yeses on the Patriots. I'm just joking with you. Have a good night, Alex. I'm just having fun. You too, sir. I appreciate you calling in. This is pretty fun, actually. Okay, so I'm going to get back to listening. Have fun. All right, perfect. <laughs> this is a great show. Is this a fun show, folks? Yes! 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 <laughs> yes, this is a, a very, very fun show. All right, so I'm going to ask you guys one more time. Who do you guys think is going to win the Super Bowl? We've got five more minutes of on-air time. Go ahead and call in at one three two three six four two one six zero five to discuss or post it on my Twitter account. So I pretty much covered everything for today's show, so I think we're going to end right on time today. Now, I like the Super Bowl commercials because the Super Bowl commercials are pretty entertaining, and I look forward to seeing them. Now, I am actually going to be doing a Super Bowl halftime show, so I won't be able to see some of the um, commercials for the Super Bowl halftime show, but I will be recording the Super Bowl and watching it over, over, over again. So I will see Super Bowl halftime show commercials after I do my show. So, yes, I like the Super Bowl commercials, and I look forward to seeing them. And the reason I like them is they're actually pretty entertaining, and this is the only time of the year that I actually enjoy Super Bowl commercials. And if you're not a commercial fan, well, guess what? You've got to shape up because there are more commercials than ever on the Super Bowl, and the commercials will be longer than normal during the Super Bowl. All right, remember, guys, the Super Bowl starts at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, 5.30 p.m. Central, 4.30 p.m. Mountain, and 3.30 p.m. Pacific. It airs on NBC, Sunday, February 1st, 2015. So I hope you guys are ready for the Super Bowl live this Sunday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5.30 Pacific Time, or Central Standard Time, 4.30 Mountain Standard Time, and 3.30 p.m. Pacific. The Super Bowl starts 6.30 p.m. Eastern. And guys and gals, Patriots and Seahawks fans, I'm ready for the Super Bowl. Enough of the hype. I'm ready to watch it. And NBC, you better bring it. And Patriots, you better win us this game. I'm ready for Super Bowl 49. I hope you guys are ready as well. And hopefully, Jeff, I, and all my listeners of the Oscar Nelly Show enjoy the Super Bowl regardless who wins because I can care less that the Patriots win or the Seattle Seahawks win. But I just want to make sure it's a damn good game. And my bet is on the Patriots. But if I lose my bet, hell, I'll still enjoy the game. All right. Don't forget to join our show on Sunday, the very first ever Alice Cardinelli Show, Super Bowl 49 halftime show, live 8 p.m. Eastern at halftime, Sunday, February 1st, 2015. Jeff and I will be hosting the 24, uh, 2015 Super Bowl 49 halftime show here on the Oscar Nelly Show, live at 8 p.m. Eastern. So make sure your butts are here listening to that and watching commercials at the same time. Well, with that being said, thank you for spending two hours with me on this fine Friday evening. I hope you guys have a great, 
great Saturday, and I hope you guys look forward to Super Bowl 49. Go Patriots one more time. I'm going to end this episode with Go Patriots, Go Patriots, Go Patriots. All right. Thank you for listening to this episode of the uh, Cardinelli Show, and we'll see you live this Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern, at Super Bowl 49 halftime. Thank you once again for listening. And if you enjoyed today's show, please post it on your Facebook, Twitter, or Google Plus account. Copy and paste the show URL on your Facebook, Twitter, or Google Plus account, and we'll see you for our halftime show. We promise it'll be a good show, and there'll be some bickering, as Jeff and I bicker on who's going to win Super Bowl 49. Well, I'm Alice Cardinelli, and thank you for listening to the Alice Cardinelli Show's first ever Super Bowl preview show. God bless everyone, and I'm Alice Cardinelli, and the Alice Cardinelli Show is now signing off. Good night, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Alex Cardinal Show, your one stop for anything sports, news, politics, and general chat. Make sure you join us each and every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern, and Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Please like our fan page on Facebook. Log on to Facebook and type in the Alex Cardinal Show and click like. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Check us out there. For more information on our show, check out our webpage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash crazy Alex Talk. Have a good night, and thanks for listening to The Alex Cardinal Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, on the next episode of The Alex Cardinelli Show, it will be our very first football halftime show. And not just any football halftime show, but our very first Super Bowl halftime show. That's right, live this Sunday, February 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern on the Alex Cardinelli Show. Your host, Alex Cardinelli, and his co-host, Jeff, will be doing a Super Bowl 49 halftime show. Find out who is winning the first half of Super Bowl 49 and find out who we think is going to win Super Bowl 49 as Alex and Jeff recap the first half of Super Bowl 49 live on the Alex Cornelli Show. We are very excited to be doing our very first halftime show ever on the Alex Cornelli Show. So join the Alex Cornelli Show live this Sunday, February 1st at 8 p.m. Eastern for a Super Bowl 49 halftime show.